Welcome back, everyone, to the next episode of Ancient Ways for Modern Days. I am your host, Andrew Wynn, and with me today are Mike and Wendy. Now, it's a special episode because today we get to interview Wendy and her role and her leadership in the women's ministry of Valley Christian Fellowship. You know, 2020 has been a crazy, crazy year, but one of the great things that have come out from this year is the Titus II Women's Ministry. So in a second here, I'm going to kick it over to Mike, and he's going to uh, just connect with Wendy, introduce you to her, and we'll get to know more about her and the women's ministry here at Valley Christian Fellowship. And you know what? I'm hoping that this will be the first of many times we get to sit down and connect with Wendy. But you know, before I kick it over to Mike, I do want to share that today... Uh, if you're listening to it uh, the day this podcast comes out, we are starting and a virtual angel tree tag ministry, or at least for the holidays. You know, with COVID this year, it's it's hard to go find angel tree tags, but we as a church have come across a need. There are 24 children that we know of that we can bless as a church by helping them out, them and their families, with Christmas this year. So if you would love to give, if you would love to shop for a child, um, go ahead and call the church office, and we will get you the details you need to be able to minister to a child here. So anyway, I'm going to give it over to Mike, and I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Well, like Andrew said, I am here today with a good friend. This is Wendy Pastor. Wendy, thank you so much for coming and joining us for this conversation. Thank you for having me. So if you don't know Wendy, Wendy actually is, uh, she's an administrator here at Valley. So she gets to deal with all the times I mess up and, and <laughs> need extra help with, with office work. Um, but she's also a, a wife, a mother, and she's one of the gals that is leading the Titus II Women's Ministry at Valley. And so I figured we would just start with maybe Wendy introducing yourself a little bit about your family and, and uh, kind of just start right there. My name is Wendy. I'm married to Mike Pastor. Uh, we've been married for, oh, 35 years, 36 years. <laughs> I think 36 years. Yeah. And um, who's, have, who's counting, right? I, I know. Math. I know. I know. Um, I have three grown daughters, um, which I totally adore. I have several grandchildren that I adore even more. Yeah. And um, two of the daughters and their families live here in town, and so I've gotten to um, spend a lot of time with my grandkids, my younger grandkids. I have two old grandkids that live in the South that I don't get to see much. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. So you've got a pretty good-sized family and a lot of fun. You're, you're a busy mom and a busy grandma. It's, it's kind of fun. Every week, I see one of your daughters in here at least once for lunch with you. Yep. And I always yell at you guys to, you know, get back to work. And, and, uh, so we kind of, and I ignore you. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, uh, beyond that, you, you're helping lead this Titus II women's ministry. And now this is something we introduced this past summer. We've been working on it for a few months before that. And it's something really kind of exciting about just uh, how women's ministry is growing here at Valley. And so why don't we, uh, how about I just ask the question, what is Titus II women's ministry? Titus II women's ministry is um, a ministry to older women and younger women both. 
and we have about 20 older women that are studying right now and training so that they can begin to minister to uh, some younger women. Mm-hmm. Now, we think of Titus 2, and actually that's that's a book in the Bible, mm-hmm. Titus chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Titus is actually written by a pastor, by Paul, who's a church planter, to another pastor, and he's explaining how the church is meant to work. Mm-hmm. And then chapter 2, he actually talks to... Uh, older men and, and older women and to younger people as well. And I thought it'd be good for us to read maybe the passage that he includes talking to women. You, you want to read? Absolutely. Um, verses, I think it's verses three through five. Yep. Titus two, three through five. It says, older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith and love and in steadfast, steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and so train the young women to love their husbands and children and to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Yeah. So this, specifically this portion that's talking to older women. This is a this is a call. This is a charge, right? Mm-hmm. And so, summar, summarize for us what what is the call of older women in the church in their interactions with younger women? Just to come alongside them, you know, a lot of uh, younger Christian women uh, don't necessarily have um, some godly uh, direction, and so um, as we pair uh, an older godly woman with a younger woman who's who's wanting to seek the Lord and to um, follow the Lord, then this older woman is able to give her some direction um, through scripture and just through um, some things that maybe the older woman has gone through in her life. And, and one thing that we really strive to um, remember is that we all make mistakes. And so the older women can use how they made mistakes, maybe, mm-hmm. and what they learned from it and how they um, maybe could have done things differently. And so um, it's just an older woman who's willing to share her life and to be open and guide these younger women um, towards following the Lord. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is this is, you know, we're taking experiences, mm-hmm. but it's not just experiences. It's experiences paired up with what God's word says Absolutely. about being a godly woman. And we're mm-hmm. combining those, both mm-hmm. the good experiences and the bad experiences. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, hey, right. the life that you've lived, it actually has value in the life of, of someone else in the next generation. And so if you're willing to relationally just meet with this person, care for this person, teach this person, mm-hmm. um, God, God's going to use that in, in some incredible ways, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, this is something that you've, I mean, you, you're, you're a little passionate about. Yep. Why is this so near and dear to your heart? Um, I've had some godly women uh, older godly women that have have been there for me, trying to teach me things, and uh, I always appreciated that. And I just think right now our society needs older godly women that can can be there and just be a friend. I mean, that's what it boils down to: just being a friend and being there to share wisdom that you've learned as a as a older woman. Um, be able to share that and to um, 
just um, be there for that younger woman, no matter what it might be. Just maybe a friend, maybe um, get together uh, with a cup of coffee and just say, hey, how's your week going? Um, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Building relationship. Yeah. In in our world, there's there's a lot of broken families, right? Yeah. And so there's a lot of... Um, a lot of men and women who yep. grow up maybe without mom and dad in the picture in the right ways. Yep. Maybe mom's not even in the picture at all. Maybe she's maybe present, but not really engaged or mm-hmm. maybe she's working two jobs. And so she's just so overwhelmed with life that relationally she's not there. And so that's really an incredible need in, in many mm-hmm. women's lives. And and I think all women need, I mean, all, all people need mm-hmm. that, that voice. You, you say it's a friendship, but it's, it's, it's also discipleship. It's also yeah. a mentorship, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, and this kind of combines this. Yep. I'm with you and I care for you, but I'm also I'm, I'm going to show you the right way. Yep. Being honest, you know, sometimes um, as a mentor, you may have to say, you know, that may not have been the best way to do things, and maybe this is a way that you could approach it next time or something. Um, you know, just being totally honest with what God's word says and not not necessarily saying this is what you have to do, but just saying this is what God's word says. And um, as you do that, you let the Lord teach our mentee and um, the Holy Spirit can change the life. You know, we're not we're not there to change a person. We're just there to come alongside them and show them what God's word says. That's right. I think about how many times I've been meeting with someone and they've kind of their point in their life in a certain direction. And I simply say, Hey, well, let's look at what God's word says. And we read it together. And in general, I don't say, this means you need to do X, Y, and Z. I say, based on with, based on this, what what do you think God's calling you to? Or what do you think honors Christ? And Mm -hmm. sometimes there's a a big gulp in that moment. And because God's spirit's working in that person and I don't have to dictate to them. That's kind of what you're talking about, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, I know I've had people do that in my life. <laughs> That's just what I was thinking, you know. Sometimes that happens, you know, a, a mentor, you know, may have had that happen, and, and it may be happening today. I know that um, God has a way of revealing things that we need to work in in our own lives, and so. Yeah, so there's kind of a both end, right? It's not just like the mentor has their life all together. Nope. <laughs> no, why don't you speak to that a little bit? How, how does it work in terms of the the person who's the mentor? How, how do they end up growing because of this? Um, hmm. Well, I can tell you that it makes you um, really stop, stop and think about how you're living your life. Because if you're going to be um, closely... Um, connected with somebody else, you know, that you need to be an example to, then it makes you stop and think, um, does that something I really need to be involved in? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of some self-examination and absolutely, absolutely. I know from, uh, experiences I've been, um, studying, you know, through, we're using a book called Adorned, Living Out the Beauty of the Gospel Together. And as I've been reading it, God has really spoke to me maybe about something that, um, as a wife, that I needed to um, change. Uh, You know, so as mentors, we do not have it all together. And I'll be the first one to say that. And I I believe that each one of the ladies that are are, um, studying to be mentors, they would say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. No one has it all figured out, right? Nope. 
What are some of the hopes that you have for this ministry, for the mentors, for the mentees, for Valley even, mm-hmm. as we you know slowly roll this out? We're in training phase right now for the, the mentors, right? Mm-hmm. Early this next year, we're going to open it up to identifying women who would be interested in this kind of relationship. But mm-hmm. what are some of your hopes and dreams? First of all, that um, we would have mentors, not just this first group, but that we would have ladies that would want to um, also become mentors. You know, we have about 20 ladies right now that are that are getting ready after the first of the year to take on a mentee. So that first group of, of 20, I don't want it just to stop there. Yeah. You know, I, I think that we want to have another phase of this. Um, not because we want this huge group of, of um, women's ministry, Titus to women, but because it means a huge group of lives that are going to be changed. Then we have the mentees who, um, my goal for them is just to um, start focusing their life a little bit different. Like I, I said before, you know, the the world is is speaking into young women's lives and, you know, telling them the way that things should be and what they should be doing and how they should be acting and this and that. But, the world isn't isn't going to be telling them what God's word says. And so I'm hoping that we have a whole group of, of mentees that go through this, and then in turn, they become a mentor. Um, because as a mentor, anybody can be a mentor. You know, if you're 30 years old, there's somebody younger than you. And so as, as our mentees that are going to be going through this program, pretty soon they can take on their own mentee and they become the mentor and as we do that then we have a body of believers that are becoming stronger and stronger in the lord Mm -hmm. makes me think about in our youth ministry there's a an older girl that's kind of taken my daughter under her wing Mm. and it's just you know a high school girl with a middle school girl that is intentionally kind of looking out for her and probably not at the spot where she's saying well let me tell you what the scripture says but but i Mm -hmm. think that that's maybe in their Mm-hmm. In there somewhere in the future, you know, it's just, she's a high school girl, but she has a voice and she has influence and that's really cool. Yep. And that's a perfect example of a mentor and a mentee, no matter what age you are. That's right. And that's exactly what we want to see. You know, we as, as our mentees go through this program, this first group, you know, we want them to step up then and in turn start mentoring somebody else down yeah. the road. Yeah. You know, I've heard, um, actually, I've heard some gals talk about women's ministry before that it, they feel like gals get together and they maybe have uh, some crafts or they maybe have a meal. And, and I've even ha- heard them talk about, you know, it ends up, you know, we kind of just use it as a holy gripe fest about our families or our husbands or things like that. Yep. H- how is this not that? How, how is this different? The main thing is we're not really... Um, being entertained you know a lot of women's ministries there's it's all about entertainment mm-hmm. you know i could come what am i going to get what am i going to do that kind of thing and and there's a place for that i'm not saying that that's bad but that's not what women's ministry in a church needs to really be all about and so i think this titus to women's ministry is just kind of taking it and turning it around and saying what can i do to um, for, for another woman instead of what can I get? What can I do? Yeah, this is 
really the the baseline of this is a call to discipleship, right? Yep. Because the, the Christian call is in a come to live your best life ever. The Christian call is come and die. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of pinpointing uh, a, a kind of life experience as a woman mm-hmm. and maybe as a mom and as a wife or maybe as a single woman and saying, what does it look like to be faithful to God, to call, come and die for the sake of Christ in whatever context you have? And yeah. th- that is a lot different than come and be entertained, yep. come and, and be able to kind of share whatever you want. It, this is come yeah. and follow Christ. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily um, have to be um, a woman in in the church. There's so many women in the world that are hurting that maybe our mentors might find somebody um, doesn't necessarily go to church, but they can speak into their lives as well on a very regular basis. I know that um, I can think of one one, um, example of that uh, getting ready to happen. And it's just exciting to see. Yeah. And that's part of our vision at Valley. We want to serve our local community. And that means be a voice in the places in the community that maybe are not reached for Christ. And, you know, we actually talked about this, Andrew and I, on a previous podcast, that discipleship is broader than, you know, okay, you're a Christian. Discipleship is like, I look at everyone in my life, whether they're a Christian, whether they're mature, whether they're immature, or even if they're a non-believer. And I say, how can I interact with this person in a way that helps them get a a glimpse of how amazing Christ is mm-hmm. and gets them to the spot where they can trust Christ or trust Christ more or obey Christ more faithfully. And so mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, that's really cool, actually. One thing that comes to mind right now is in so many of the Gospels, it starts out with Paul a servant or you know somebody who who saying, I'm a servant or a slave. And that's not real popular in our society. No. But yet, the things that you're talking about is basically just being a servant to people outside of our own church walls. I'm, I'm really excited about this. Is, uh, I know we talked about a few things ahead of time, but what else would you want to share about this Titus II Women's Ministry as it's kind of gaining momentum at Valley? What else is on your heart about it? Well, one thing for sure is that <clears throat> our, our mentors are... Uh, going to be finishing up their training, and so we are going to be looking for some uh, ladies who want to be ment- mentored, mentored. They want to be mentored, um, and so you know if that's something that you're interested in. Now, um, yes, it's going to be a time to get together and to build relationship, but also there's going to be some study time, mm-hmm. and you know we want it to to have it all based on God's word. So there's a book, and I mentioned the book, um, Adorned, Living Out the Beauty of the Gospel Together. And so basically what you're going to do, uh, a mentor and a mentee will work through this book together. And typically, you know, I'm not so much about this book, this book, but this book has just got scripture all through it. It's, yeah. it's just teaching Titus 2 um, and what a godly woman is. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If someone, if a gal's listening to this and she's mm-hmm. saying, man, I, I think I'd like to be part of that. I'd like to be, I'd like to find a mentor. What would be the best way to do that? Call the office, talk mm-hmm. to Mike, talk to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would love to connect you. Um, it won't start until after the first of the year, yeah. but um, it would give us a great opportunity to start praying for um the mentees because we want to match the mentor and the mentee together and 
we've been praying. Each mentor has been praying specifically for her mentee. She may not know her name, but she's been praying for her. And so it's not, yep, it's not going to be a mistake. If when you get paired up with somebody, it's not going to be a mistake. It's going to be God's working. That's cool. Well, um, you know, we've done a few of these interviews so far with people on our podcast, and I kind of like to ask just some silly and fun questions about you. Oh. Um, and so uh, usually we start with what is your deepest and darkest secret? Uh-huh. No, no, actually, we, we, we say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- wh- what are you listening to music-wise right now? Christmas music. What Christmas else? music. Yeah. Is there ever a time in the year where you're not listening to Christmas music? Um, normally I wouldn't listen to it until Thanksgiving this year with COVID and all that nonsense. I actually started listening to it a little before that. Yeah. A couple weeks before. You actually shared that with me uh, a while ago and you said your husband didn't even bah humbug you on that, right? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did it first, but he, uh. He gave in really easy, so yeah, I knew that, you know. Big softy, right? Yeah, that's it. Don't don't tell anybody, okay? He, he doesn't want his reputation ruined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you like to do for fun? Oh, my goodness. Um, I am such a homebody person mm-hmm. that I love just to stay home. My kids, they just don't understand that. They just can't imagine, you know, I don't get cabin fever. So I love to stay home. I love, I know this sounds churchy, but I just love to study God's word. I love doing Bible study. Um, I love to crochet. I don't really get time for that much. Um, And I love spending time with my kids and my grandkids. That probably is one of my favorite things. I also know that you love um, picking up apples in the rain. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> How much apple sauce and apple products did you guys make this year? Oh, my gosh. I think we did 48 quarts of applesauce. There are, I think, 17 quarts of apples in the freezer. Mm-hmm. There are eight gallons i think of dehydrated apples i am so glad the apple season is over (laughs) (laughs) i love fall that's my favorite time of the year except for having to deal with apples yeah so a few weeks ago you came in late and you apologized because you were chasing deer off because they were eating your apples and you were trying to harvest them it was i was i I wish i had a video camera of that if Uh, i didn't get them off the ground the deer would have eaten them and then that's one less one less quart of applesauce (laughs) Well, Wendy, I am. Uh, I just really appreciate you taking some time to, you. to share your heart. I'm so excited about this ministry. Uh, we've got Roxanne Stewart. I know she's your yeah. your partner in crime for yes, this. She and, is. and you guys are kind of tag team and making it happen. Yes. I think there's going to be some amazing things coming out of this. And so I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for this ministry as we, yes. we bring this to a close. Okay. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we, we do thank you so much for just this uh, this incredible opportunity to see women trained, not just in their experience, but trained by your word so that they can have a positive, godly, biblical influence on other women. Lord, we see this as really the ground floor of discipleship. And I just pray that you would bless this ministry. I pray that every mentor right now, that they would be growing in their faith and in their faithfulness. They would become excited and full of passion for this work. And I pray even that you would be preparing the, the mentees right now to be paired with the right mentor. And I pray that these mentees, that they would be so um, just so blessed that they, they would grow 
that they would be encouraged, that they would be challenged. I pray for everyone involved that this would lead to um, greater faith. I pray it would lead to greater Christ-likeness. I pray it would lead to repentance in the places where repentance is needed. I pray it would lead to boldness where boldness is called for. And I pray for Wendy. I pray for her and, and Roxanne as they lead the charge. I just thank you for them and their desire to serve, their desire to see your word honored, their their desire to, to see Christ glorified. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.